So these conversations in and of themselves are a journey with myself being on a journey and just grateful to everyone I talk to letting me in on their journey. I want this to be a lost and found for the wandering soul. Think, if Peter Pan's Lost Boys went to a summer camp, I want this to be the conversations they would have sitting around a campfire. My point is, well, if you want to know my point, you're going to have to keep listening, because I'm Bryce Hansen, and this is Figure It Out. What is up? As always, good morning, good afternoon, hell, good night. Whenever you're listening, however you're listening, as always, I I really, really appreciate that. Today, this morning, um, well, unless you're not listening to in the morning, take it on a little different format because I'm taking a pause from like a typical guest to take a step back. Almost is more like a reflection piece, right? Because this in and of itself, yeah, I mean, heads up here because this is the this is the hippy dippy hemp necklace Birkenstock part of our program, which makes sense because like I said before, I mean, I'm rocking that man bun, so I'm gonna have these moments. But so these conversations in and of themselves are a journey with myself being on a journey and just grateful to everyone I talk to letting me in on their journey. Um, and so it's just a pause kind of to take a step back, look at the the last two months of doing this so far um, and just really talk to you about what I figured out and what I'm figuring out. I mean, there's multiple things I might never figure out when it comes to these conversations, uh, this program, where it's going, where it's not, but I can definitely touch on A, what I've figured out so far, and then B, what I am figuring out. And again, this is just looking back on the last couple months, where we've been, and hopefully where we're going. So, first and first mostly, What have I figured out or what we figured out so far? And I like these because these are, these are some, I guess, like lessons or thoughts or ideas that I already knew um, and are, I guess, somewhat common. But as always, it's nice to learn them or hear about them in a different context or hear them from different people because it can really drive the... It can really drive the point home and you can have that light bulb moment. So what we figured out so far, numero uno, perfection stands in the way of productivity. Perfection for a project like this is not attainable because there's always something it could do a little better. You could have pushed 
and asked another follow-up question. You could have pushed for a little bit more. You could have had different mics to have the audio quality even better. Um, you could have planned more. You could have spent more time editing auto audio. You could have gotten a different audio program that gave you more options. But all of that stands in the way of actually getting something put together and getting something out, which is why even though this has been something that's been going on for a couple months now, for me, it's something that I had an idea for doing it I, probably a year and a half ago. And it took a full 12, 14 months to actually get this shit up and running and going. And that was just understanding that the intent of this is way more about the conversation than how that conversation is captured and then how that conversation is spread. Yeah, as you keep doing this, might hone in a few things or, you know, if it does want to breach in another level in terms of audience or people listening to it, maybe switch up, uh, you know, mics or, you know, what I'm using to record or program or editing or any of that but can't belabor actually getting the conversations themselves out because that's the important part. It's hearing from these awesome people, right? Like the, the stories and the thoughts that people are able and willing to share are way, way more important and way, way more at the at the core of what this is about than knocking your socks off with some bananas after or post-production editing, whatever that's called. And so once I was able to get down with that and once I was able to figure that out and yet another example, that was huge. The time most recently that I learned it was in emailing people, uh, clients, you know, with work specifically reaching out to, um, you know, prospects, trying to get a meeting, trying to get in the door. And it would take, I don't know, it would take for one, it would take me like 15 minutes to get an email out to someone who I barely talked to before. And that's just too much because everything needed to be too perfect. Same thing with calling on people like cold calls because, again, I'm, I'm in, I'm in the sales world, cold calls. I would research the company so far, so much wanting to be overprepared for this call that sometimes the call wouldn't even happen. Cause I'd psych myself out of it. Cause I wanted to know too much. I, I wanted to know everything, but that's not the purpose, that's not the intent of that call. The intent of that call or the intent of that email is just to find time for a fuller conversation where I can learn directly from that individual about their business, where they're going, where they've been. And from there, we can decide if it's a good potential fit to keep working together. That's not going to happen in that first call. To this podcast figured out, it's super, super similar. It's, you know, it 
It's not like I'm going to have a production level similar to those podcasts that have a whole production team. What I have to lean on is unique to me in what I consider to be a pretty cool perspective on things, talking to other people who have very interesting stories, thoughts, experiences that they want to share. And that's like a big thing that I figured out. And that's what keeps me excited to keep moving forward. And that's what's honestly helped to make it easier reaching out to other people. Cause there are some people I've already reached out to now that I was not comfortable reaching out to at all before, but it's simple. It's like, Hey, I'm about your story. And I think it'd be super interesting to hear about it and then learn from it, which bringing into the people I talk to is the next thing that we figured out so far is that people are still open and willing to strip down for real conversations because the narrative going around is that in this tech age, it's way more about, you know, your, your likes, your follows and how, that face-to-face in-person communication starting to go by the wayside and starting to be a lost art. One thing I'm happy about is that that hasn't been the case whatsoever. There hasn't been one conversation to this point where I've felt like I have had to carry the conversation through, which you hear from some other people who do a more interview or back and forth type format is that they got to carry the damn thing. They got to put it on their back and walk it through. And I don't know how we made it through that. And for me, these have just been straight up conversations. And in each one so far, I have actually, there's been a time during the conversation where I forgot that we were podcasting, which is something that I was not expecting to happen. I was almost expecting myself to, you know, be like that, um, you know, very planned interviewer, obviously not with the same polish. Cause that's not my personality, but like thinking like Bob Costas, right. Where you can just do those pieces. You can, you know, get stuff out of people. Certainly not like a Howard Stern. Cause that, that vulgarity that kind of comes with his staple. Um, I mean, hell yeah, I have that in me. That's just not really what this specific show, program, podcast, whatever you want to call it, is about. Um, But the honesty and the genuineness of those conversations, that's, that's what it's about to me. And so it was very... I guess it was rewarding and comforting for me to figure out how easy it was for a wall to go down for me during these conversations. Uh, It's not like that interviewer, interviewee wall that's up that, you know, so you just wind up getting those cliched answers. Um, It's been able to be a little more than that, which has been, again, rewarding. Um... It's also nice just to sit down 
in these conversations and figured out that it's that's actually quite refreshing and it is a healthy exercise for my own mental health, which was something I was not expecting, but that's something I figured out because these are forced times of being, I guess, stripped away from whatever it is, your phone, thinking about your family logistics for later in the day, who's going to handle the pickup, who's going to, you know, how are we going to do dinner? Like, oh shit, I got to mow the lawn. And then we have haircuts and the pool's getting kind of green. And I really want to get ready for this meeting. But I also want to fit in going to ADKYP, which for those of you who don't know, Megan Whedon, who I talked to recently, is the is the president for ADKYP, which is Adirondack Young Professionals. Um, it's up here in the Plattsburgh area, and a lot of the meetings are after hours. Not anything crazy, like 5.30, right? 5, 5.36. Consistently, those damn things fall on days where it just can't swing getting there, which is frustrating. That's a bit of a tangent, but... Um, like those thoughts start creeping in your mind about things that you wish you could do or you know that you should do. You just can't fit it in, can't swing it because you got the other obligations. For me, that falls in terms of family. And that's not a bitch and moan. That's just a statement of what it is. I wouldn't trade it at all, but I can't do a lot of those other things. To even, you know, thinking about work, because I know there's a lot of times for me, and I guess I'm not alone in this, where you're doing something, email, internal meeting, uh, lunch with someone, but you're thinking about the two things that happened just before, maybe a phone call you got or an email you got, and the three things you got to do next, finish up a report, get a project ready to rip, finish up a presentation. And so it's very, it's like very fractured throughout the course of the day. Just live these very fractured work days, I think at least, because it's a go, go, go. And these conversations instead are a stop. It's a great stop. It's a great check-in. And... Part of that, I think, is just the human condition to do it. But the other part of it, I think, and yeah, are going to wind up beating this with the drum, is like post-COVID, it's just nice to slow down and connect. Because even though COVID, while it was so new and we weren't able to go out and about as much, even though there wasn't as much to do, it still felt very quick because it was a barrage of thoughts and it was a barrage of information. So maybe your commute did change from, you know, 20 minutes to 20 feet as you walked to your home desk. But the pace of the day still had this super quick undertone to it. For me and with a lot of people that I've talked to, that was because we wanted to prove that even though we were home, we were still capable of doing a high quality amount of work. 
And so I would actually work more at home than I did at the office because there wasn't the time for cooler talk or there wasn't the time to check in on someone's night or there wasn't the time for the spur of the moment brainstorm with someone. It was just you, your computer, and your phone and grip and rip rock and roll. But these conversations have been so healthy because it's just a sit down, forced back and forth. That winds up being very refreshing and very, very comfortable. And with that, being a podcast host, I feel, is actually therapeutic. And having your own show where you're driving the narrative, you're driving the conversations, is very therapeutic, which was something I was not expecting, but something I'm extremely grateful for and excited to see how that keeps going. Another big standout for me in terms of what we figured out so far is that you are not alone in what you are going through and you are not alone in how you feel. which these are a couple things that I had found out over the past year, year plus because of the mental health journey that I was going on myself. But this was really driven home for me by these conversations because A, we've heard people mention very similar feelings to each other just with these very open questions of what have you figured out? And then specifically, what are you figuring out? There's that running theme that regardless of what you may think of someone, there's a, there's a shit ton of us that are still figuring out who the hell we actually are. And yeah, we're at different points in that journey, but it's still... Who the hell am I and where am I going and what am I supposed to be doing? Which is a super interesting question to answer because just the the wording of that, what am I supposed to be doing? What that that to me is a loaded question. Cause it's like there's some unfound purpose when I now feel that you can make your purpose. But it's also a great reminder in terms of not being alone in what you're going through or how you feel or how you're feeling, because if you are working through a tougher time right now where it's tough to make it through your whole day, or you're starting to beat yourself up for feeling how you feel, those negative feelings, they can be extremely isolating. Besides making you feel bad, they can also make you feel very alone. Because a quote-unquote suffering, to me, is a very lonely feeling. You can mourn or feel sorrow in a group. Suffering is way more an individual on your own, isolated, lonely island type feeling. 
So if we're able to better buy into the fact that you're not the only person right now, you're not the only person in history to feel the way that you do, that can strip away the first wall of that suffering, which could have an undertone of guilt, which stops you from doing any sort of good work because you just are hating yourself for feeling the way that you feel. And all those points were driven home because, again, there's there's been a similar theme throughout each and every conversation in terms of figuring out who that individual is and where they're going, but also figuring out how to build upon the lessons that they've learned so far. Whatever that lesson is. And this was something that I kind of had almost as a hypothesis hypothesis going into this was, I wonder what similar answers we're going to get. I wonder what similar thoughts are going to come up. I wonder what similar thoughts are going to stand out. And I'll be really excited to see how the next few months go. Because I plan on doing one of these pauses, stop, check in along the journey. Because this is a growth journey for me, but this is also a you know, frankly, building and growing a podcast journey too from the ground up. You see a lot of people kind of already have an audience and then get a podcast going. But I think it's way different to get a podcast to hopefully build an audience. And I'm way more interested in the conversations themselves than the audience that's listening but I'd be lying to you and me if there's not a part of me that wants as many people listening to this as possible. So it'll be good to pause every once in a while and just kind of talk about this journey that I'm on with Figure It Out, which transitions super nicely into what I'm figuring out. And what I'm figuring out with this is how to best manage the the scheduling of guests and consistency of getting this thing out because I know rule 101 when you're talking about content whether audio or video is consistency and I want these things out Thursday mornings every single Thursday once a week and it's just buying into that and understanding that to have something every single Thursday you need to be doing something towards that every single day reaching out to new people every single day to see if they're interested and then making, you know, getting these conversations in a priority on the calendar. Um, And that's been an interesting thing for me to navigate because I want to figure it out to be something special because I think it has the legs to do that. Just not me specific, not guest specific, but conversations like these, I feel are something that can be extremely helpful for a lot of people because it's a shared experience. And there's something very, very authentic and very raw about that that gets me super excited. But at the same time, I don't want it to take away from other parts of my life, namely family and work. Now, a good lesson that a... Actually, he's a French horn player, expert, instructor. Um, So I I come from a super musical family. 
they say we were all very musically inclined. If I'm going to rank them in order in terms of us kids, I would be third. I'd be three out of three. Um, my sister and my brother are animals when it comes to their musical ability. My brother crushed the French horn. Shit was pure as hell. Um, this is no, this isn't like brother bias. This is because I've heard it from people who know the world. He could be playing just about anywhere he wanted to right now, if French horn was the path he wanted to go. And that is, I'm talking orchestras. That's in the studio for movies, bands, whatever. He he had the chops to do it. It wasn't what he wanted to do, so he didn't. And my sister is a stud on the violin and a fantastic singer as well. Um, just kind of that pure raw talent. Yeah, it can be you know coached, but she just had the it thing. But one of the people that worked with my brother, who also played the French horn, when it was getting to that point of, hey, you know, if if you want this to be more serious, there are a lot of people who are very talented and it winds up being the work that sets them apart. So if you want this, you got to look at the work part. And he just reminded my brother that to gain something, you have to give something else up. So to gain more, ex, um, more skill and more clout in the French horn and music world, you got to give up you know, going out on the boat with your buddies a couple times a week, just as a, for example. And so I know that's the case. So to gain this, and by this, I mean, getting figured out to another level and another level to me at this point would be more than just a starter podcast. Um, you have to give something else up. But I don't want that give up to be, you know, certainly my work professionally, nor my family. Instead, I want this to supplement my overall being to set me up to be an even better dad, husband, and professional. Because I'm going to be able to be talking to and learning from people. Like I said above, this is also very therapeutic, so it's phenomenal for my mental health. So it's figuring out that balance which is another theme that we've heard throughout all these conversations it, are people figuring out their balance between work and I guess not work or like the work life balance and what is right for them one way or another is something that they're not battling, but working on figuring out. And the interesting thing with that is it's a moving target. It's going to change because, for example, with my family, my boys are seven and five. As they get older, they will need me physically with them less and quite honestly want me with them physically less. Spend a little less time with daddy-o, more time with the buddies, the friends, which I get. And so at that point, that'll open up for a little more time on my own or when they're able to be at the house by themselves. That obviously opens up some more time. But for right now, that's not where we are. And that's what I mean by being a moving target. You know, I, I need to be here with them. And I mean, of course, I want to. I want to always be with them. We, 
Actually, Carson is still interested in buying the house across the street from where we live, which we need to get a signature on a contract for that. So that way we can hold it to it, hold them to it. Um, my younger son, Hayden, had a very interesting thought the other day. And that was that he was going to go away for a while, but then come back. Which he's five. And to me, that's like an adult level thought, an adult level conversation to be having. And that shit was fire to listen to. But anyway, that balance, this consistency, that's something that I'm still figuring out. And I'm still building because obviously at the size that I am, it's not like there's help with this, right? It's not like there's an assistant that's helping with scheduling and we just have blocked off on my calendar, you know, Wednesdays from 10 to 11, I do this podcast. So very much reaching out to people myself, gauging interest, um, having a little back and forth, making sure that it's right for them is huge because if it's not right for you, you'll be a little guarded and the conversation won't be what it needs to be. And I'm aware of that. And then listening over the audio, kind of trying to not doctor it up, but at least put it together with some effort so it comes out sounding good, sounding right. And so the balance and consistency is what I'm figuring out. And I'm sure I will continue to need to figure that out. But I am excited. I am excited for the journey. And I guess what I'll close with is the last thing that I figured out is that I am as committed to this as I thought I would be. There was that concern in the back of my head that I would be, quote unquote, just another podcast or just another project someone started that fizzled out. It had good intentions, but it eh, didn't really make it. And I have no intent of letting that happen. I am very committed into doing this and I'm ready and willing to be patient with it as well. And just by that, I mean one show a week, every week for the next year. I'm about that. And I'm super excited about it. Maybe we'll miss a week. Last week, just missed a week. A couple scheduling things fell through. Um... I had a moment of hating myself for it, being very, very honest with you. But that is what it is. So that's the last thing I figured out is that I am committed, as committed to this as I thought I would be. So click, clack, bang, bang, y'all. That's it. That's the first reflection. Again, maybe do this four times a year-ish. I also wanted to stop and just say thank you for coming along with me on this journey. Um, I really appreciate the plays and I really appreciate the listens. And hopefully you're getting something out of this too because again, I genuinely feel like these conversations are worth listening to. And... My job from here is to keep pushing those conversations to be sure that they back that feeling up. I appreciate you. Have some fun today.
Take a minute and have a conversation with someone today. That's more than just how is your weekend, how is your night. And don't settle for a Hallmark card answer either. Other than that, we'll talk to you again soon. Bye, y'all.